Okay, real quick, let me catch you up on everything so you're not confused. You are about to listen to Jackie Pearl and I talk about top five Prince songs. Jackie was supposed to be on a podcast with us Saturday morning, but I'll let her explain what happened. The podcast went on, but without Jackie. So first you're going to get Jackie explaining why she didn't make it to the podcast. And then you're going to get my regular intro. And then you're going to get the regular podcast. All of that for the price of a regular podcast. Okay. Does that make sense? All right. Bye. Jackie Pearl. How the hell are you? And where the hell were you yesterday at 11 o'clock? Okay, uh, I am absolutely exhausted. And at 11 o'clock yesterday morning, I was in a complete and total haze. You know, what was funny, though, is that uh, you were harassing us at four in the morning. Because uh, I, I couldn't sleep. When normal people were trying to sleep, uh, I just kept hearing a bing, bing, bing. And um, so let me tell you. <laughs> tell me. I have been on the road. Let me tell you about it. Let me tell I've been on the road for like three and a half weeks, uh-huh. almost four. And I'm fucking old. Okay. I'm too old to be doing this shit, but I love it too much to quit. So um, we came back, David Thorne and I went to Vegas for the 420 festival and we drove back and there was a horrific accident as you're coming over the mountain path, not moving for four hours. Like we could have gotten out and barbecued and had a party with everybody there. We were running off into the bushes to pee. You know, I mean, it was just dead stop. So it took me about 12 hours to get home when it should have taken seven or eight. And I woke up the next day and I had the worst crick in my neck. Just like, like, like it was so painful. Like I, I couldn't, I didn't, I couldn't even get up to pee. I laid in bed all day, laid in bed all day the next day and went and got a 90 minute massage, which helped enormously. Um, and then what happened was I went out to um, Vince's and had a very good time and uh, had a couple cocktails um, and it was like a reunion. Everybody was there. It was awesome. It was just a killer time. Did not drive, came home at about 1230 and tried to go to sleep. And it was just pain, 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 pain. So probably about 430 in the morning, I went, fuck it. I'm not getting any sleep. I can either get up or I can do this. And I had a, I had a a muscle relaxer, like pain pill. But first of all, I suck at taking drugs. Like I was married to a pharmacist for 25 years. I took a muscle relaxant pain pill thing. And I woke up at three o'clock. I I have no idea where I went. I definitely got some sleep. My neck felt better. People could have come in my house and had a, a, a marching band run through. I was gone, completely gone. So uh-huh. yeah, I was dreaming of Prince. So you feeling better? No, I'm. I, yes, I'm feeling. You know how like when you get a cold and then you're about fifty percent better, but you feel like you can go climb Mount Everest because you don't feel that crappy. That's mm-hmm. that's where I am. So, no, I need to. I'm losing my voice. I still have a crick in my neck. I'm absolutely exhausted, and I just want to go, 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 go. I was actually thinking about going to touch a class tonight, uh-huh. and my daughter came home and lectured, and she's like, "No, no." You're not, you need to just sit in bed and read a book, mom. No. Now we're going to talk about Prince. Yeah, because I still, I still want to hear uh, your, your top five. Um, okay. And then, uh, so let's hear what your uh, top five Prince songs are. Just start with number five and work your way down to number one. What do you got at number five? 
Nothing compares to you. Ah, one of the covers. Well, one of the songs that he gave away, but then that he, he gave away. Yeah, yeah. But just to hear him sing, I feel like he's actually in my ear speaking to me. And I just I, and and I also feel like it was a song like that his fans feel about him, you know? Yeah, well, remember when, when it, he passed, they waited the the seven hours and 15 days and then they played Nothing Compares to You. Remember that? And and I yeah, I, I think of that every time I hear that song, every time I hear that song. Yeah. You know, Elton John did Candle in a Wind for Diana. That, that's sort of every time I hear Nothing Compares to You, I just tear up a little bit and go, he's gone. He's gone. So, yeah, it's like it, it's almost like he wrote a love song to himself that his fans could. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's five. What was Four is Diamonds and Pearls. Oh, oh, yeah. That That's like a really weird era of Prince where like everything was so like, did, yeah, like, it was like the first post-revolution era of Prince that we had in a long time. And these were hard. Trust me, it was hard to boil them down to, to five. It was not easy. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. We, we talked about that a lot on the podcast. You should listen to it. It's great. I, I'm going to. <laughs> Number three is Purple Rain. Mm. I just, I, I, I love the way he makes you wait, you know, when he does his whole guitar instrumental, when he plays the whole thing. It's like, like you're waiting for six minutes to for him to say anything, you know, it's it's just amazing. And and I think just to see him for me, it's a memory, you know, like if I had to if I had to take down all of my visceral memories, maybe I would have different songs. But it's the ones that like all music is it's the ones that speak to me and to see him in the 2007 Super Bowl on that freaking stage and. You know, his, his producers and directors and managers were calling him up and they're going, it's raining. I, I you know, are you going to be OK? Are you going to be OK? And his response was, make it. Can you make it rain harder? Yeah. And it was just the whole the whole show was just magic. Pouring down rain, everybody dancing. And he. Yeah. So it's yeah, that was awesome. Uh, he understands too in his music and somebody told me this about comedy and i find it fascinating yeah, same with music but silence is a note too oh yeah yeah you know and you know in comedy you've got to kind of you've got to hold your silences even if it's uncomfortable for a bit and he just i feel like with purple rain he he kind of he gets that you know of course there's a huge guitar solo so it's not really silent but there's just nothing there but i don't know i leave my body when i hear that song sometimes all right number two Number two is Jeff's Cry. He wrote that for Purple Rain uh, for the the movie and stuff. And and um, yeah, I just I, I it, it speaks to me. And it to me also, weirdly, it's all about consent as well. That's there's an undertone of consent there. Touch, if you will, you know, my stomach. Oh. Uh, it, it's all he's he's asking permission. I'm really curious what your number one is. Number one is Raspberry Beret. Oh, for, wow. for a couple of reasons. For a couple, it, it, it is the most Minnesota song he's ever written. Really? Why, you know? why do you say that? Um, just the whole, um, you know, old down by Old Man Johnson's farm. I mean, that's how we tell directions in Minnesota. It's like, oh, how do I get to your house? Well, you know where that silo used to be on the Peterson's farm? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you take uh -huh. a right there, and then you go down past the Nelson's farm. The whole thing is so Minnesota. And I remember when that song came out. I went and bought a raspberry colored beret. I was so like, like my whole 
high school life, like my goal was to dress like a combination of Stevie Nicks and Prince. I had a car with a, um, a sunroof at the time. And I just remember driving through the countryside with that song, just screaming, uh, going to see my friends at the lake and the windows down. And it was probably like a really nice late October, early September day. The trees oh, were just starting. And I had I had my raspberry beret on. And I think I played that song on a loop for 45 minutes driving to the lake. And that was that was at that moment. I remember in my car thinking, this is like the happiest I've been in a really long time. <clears throat> okay, everybody, what's going on? My name is Jesse Rivera, and welcome back to the podcast. Jesse Rivera likes to talk a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. That was Jackie Pearl, and she was explaining why she did not make it to the podcast recording of the top five Prince songs. She gave us her top five Prince songs. And it was a really good list. It was a really good list. And it would have been part of the regular podcast. But you see, she was not there. And you, you heard why she was not there. So now, the regular podcast. Johnny Taylor, Asia May. They did make it on time. Actually, they were both quite early. And we had a nice little chat beforehand. Uh, caught up on just, you know, because it's, it's getting rare to see people. Actually, um... It's starting to pick back up, right? I had almost a pretty normal weekend. I went to a comedy show on Friday night. I went out and I got to see Johnny Taylor, Headline, Punchline, Sacramento. Uh, Keith Lowe Jensen did a guest spot and Becky Lynn hosted. It was a good time. I was there with my good friends, Tina San Lucas and Jessica Roberts. Hey, Jessica Roberts, thank you for the guitar, by the way. Really appreciate it. I haven't restrung it yet, but I will soon. Hopefully, I promise. I'm going to. I hope. I'm on it. It's soon, okay? I'm going to order the strings tonight. Anyway, uh, today we had a telenovela rehearsal, which was our first rehearsal in over a year. I think the last time we rehearsed was probably the last week of February uh, 2020. And let me tell you, I, so I don't improvise anymore. I kind of just sit in the back. I post on the Instagram. I, I, I'm the hype man. You know what I'm saying? For telenovela. But uh, Janae Levering, uh, Dana Bryant, uh, Jessica Gould, uh, Derek Dozier, and Sarah Aga Mohammadi were all there. And they shook the cobwebs off quickly. And it was telenovela once again. We had a great time. And we, well, they are going to be performing on uh, Wednesday, uh, no, 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 not Wednesday, on uh, Thursday, May the 6th, during the Sacramento Comedy Spots Big Day of Giving. It's just this huge day where you donate to all of the, uh, is it just only nonprofits or just small businesses? I'm not sure. It's the Big Day of Giving, Sacramento Comedy Spot. It's going to be streaming on Facebook and Twitch and um, YouTube. So... Uh, telenovela will be performing at three o'clock that day, followed by the Hypotha Chicks. So uh, shout out to uh, Sarah Aga Mohammadi. And uh, I'm not sure if Jazjeet is performing with them, but uh, we both we love them both. They are part of the telenovela family and uh, we love the Hypotha Chicks. They're amazing. I have raved about them 
over and over and over again on uh, many platforms, and I will do so any chance that I get. So, yeah, like I said, it was kind of a normal weekend, and it's getting back to it's it's getting we're we're, we're doing stuff again, and it's a lot of fun. Speaking of doing stuff again, I'm gonna take two more weeks off after this podcast. And then I will be back with a bunch of podcasts. We're talking Prince. We're talking Disney. We're talking alt music. We're talking uh, R&B from the 90s. Once I get done recording those, we're going to take another short break. And then we're going to be talking top female SNL cast members. We're going to be talking uh, Jay-Z songs. Oh, man. I am super excited about the guests that are going to be uh, on the show here in the next couple of months. And I'm just having a lot of fun, guys. I hope that you are having fun listening or watching however you choose to listen to us on uh, iTunes or uh, however you listen to your podcast, or you can watch us on YouTube. So I've said plenty. I'm going to go ahead and sign off now. Again, thank you for listening. Now, enjoy Johnny Taylor, Asia May, and Jesse Rivera talking about their top five Prince songs. Have a great day. Bye. Asia May, Johnny Taylor, how the hell are you guys? Fantastic. Happy Saturday. Yeah, it's so good to see you guys. Um, I, I always get, get jump right into it, and I forget to give you guys a chance to introduce yourselves. So um, starting with Asia, you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Say a little bit about yourself. Well, hello, everybody. My name is Asia May, and I am just a wacky girl from up here in Sacramento. Um, such a pleasure to be on this uh, pod with Jesse talking about fun things other than uh, comedy and being a comedian. So I'm really happy to be here, you guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here, Asia. Uh, I'm Johnny Taylor. I'm a stand-up comedian here in Sacramento also. Uh uh, I love Prince, so I'm very excited to talk about Prince songs with Jesse. It seems like uh, I've been on Jesse-related podcasts quite a few times. They're always fun. Oh, thank uh, you, Johnny. It's all—it's always fun to have you. And when you messaged me, like you're like, "Oh, that Prince one's going to be fire," and I was like, "Fuck yeah, join us!" Because oh yeah, man, I love yeah. I love Prince. Yeah, four is the perfect number, but I know it's only three, but uh, they're supposed to be four. But uh, We'll get who's, into that. who's missing, Jesse? Uh, Jackie <laughs> Pearl is missing. <gasps> Jackie it's, Pearl. It's mean... crazy that she's missing because she was she was our hype man all week long. Um, but we got a lot of uh, early morning messages from her, and uh, I, I I think she fell back asleep. That's that's at least yeah. what I'm if we would have done the show at five thirty in the morning, <laughs> we should have just went with it then, right? <laughs> yeah, we should have just been like, okay, fire up the Zoom. We should have. Uh, we should have. Okay, so we are here to discuss. Rest in peace. Who thought? I thought this guy was going to live forever. We I, all did. Forever does, in our hearts. But it doesn't feel the same. But he does live forever. It For was. A, it was a sad, sad day. Was it five years ago, Asia? Yeah, four twenty-one. Seventeen. Four years ago. Four. Four years ago. Yeah, and you know the thing about Prince is like. You never heard controversy about him. You never heard like, oh, he did this or he was out doing this. You heard like these amazing stories about secret shows and and all, and, you know, 
guest appearances and and these other great stories but you never heard bad stuff about him and 37 years of a career without any wacky stuff besides a tattoo on his face you know and a, <laughs> a symbol for a name yeah just like normal like normal wacky stuff right? not <laughs> not like nefarious wacky stuff exactly exactly so uh that was a sad day but you're, you're right he lives on and we're here to discuss not the top five albums but the top five songs of prince and how hard was this asia i i ain't gonna lie i have a bajillion things on my list it was very difficult i feel like we could have gone one album top five i don't know but yeah our other guest feels a little bit differently about that but it was very very hard very uh-huh. hard yeah so, I, I think honestly uh you could have done top five off of each album that's how many great songs are on each album uh but i do have a pretty diverse list which i'm proud of so it's uh and these aren't like i i chose with what my favorite prince songs are i didn't think about popularity i didn't think about you know top 10 you know the number one hits i didn't you know yeah this wasn't this wasn't a popularity contest i went with what i think can you guys hear that there's they're blowing leaves outside my door oh barely well my my dog was attacking someone outside my door so yeah it's it's annoying the living fuck out of me so the bird uh, in the wall will start talking soon. So uh, we all got shit. We all got things. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be a Zoom meeting without it, you know. Um, yeah. It wouldn't be a Zoom meeting if there wasn't a random kid crying or like some some kind of uh, uh, house noise. But yeah, th- this was super hard. Every time I thought my list was complete, I would put on a Prince playlist. And even today, just like driving over to the co-op, like a song came on, I was like, "Fuck, how is this not on my list?" I'm going to be disappointed halfway through this. Every time you guys name your number five, I would be like, ah, I should have chose that one. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, let's, let's get this party started, man. And uh, we're going to go ladies first, of course, because we are gentlemen. If (sighs) nothing else. So Asia May, what is your number five? I think I have to go for my number five. I am going to go with, a song called Reflections on the Musicology video, uh, Musicology CD. That's a hidden gem. Yes, it is. Yeah. That whole album is Musicology rules. I totally agree. You couldn't agree. get that album unless you went to that show, which I went to that show in 2000. And boy, let me know, 2001 maybe or? Yeah, right around there unbelievable at the memorial auditorium unbelievable he played for an extra hour after the show was over but yeah that one when i when i'm really need to get situated within my spirit um that song is definitely helpful yeah that's such a great song he was one of the first artists to do that right like when you bought the ticket it included the right it included like the price of price for the price of the ticket it included you purchasing the album and they gave it to you when you walked into the auditorium. Right. And I was the only person in Bakersfield, not at that show. Oh no. Um, the, Oh gosh. And it's even a, just a beautiful album cover and, and the, the science of musicology. I talked to another artist um, years ago, DJ quick, very different, but 
he talked about music, musicology in a sense where that's not what he called it, but he says, there is a science to music. You can make people feel things based on sound. If you want people to feel this, you throw the drums in there. If you want them to feel that. And so that album was just priceless, priceless. Wow. You got deep on the fucking first. <laughs> I had to. The rest the ain't going to be that deep. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Reflection from musicology. All right. Oh, Jackie's not here. So let's skip over her. Johnny Taylor, what do you got at number five? Okay. So uh, this was tough. The fifth one was actually the toughest for me, but one of my longtime personal favorites, uh, uh, Let's Pretend We're Married mm. off of 1999, which uh, in, in my opinion, uh, as someone that, you know, I like I like the the sexual overtones in a lot of Prince's music, and uh, for me this ha it hits it hits every single every single thing that I love about uh, sex song by Prince. It's fucking uh, even at the end where it's like, look here, Martian. I'm not saying this just to be nasty, but I sincerely want to fuck the taste out of your mouth. Do you relate? I'm like, that's my dude right there. <laughs> that no. is my dude right there. He is the the master also, I think, of uh, just encryption in these songs where you think you're listening to one thing and then you listen and go, whoa, wait a minute, this is something else. He yeah. did something else with that. Totally, yeah, and there's so many intricate parts of that tune. Uh, you know, it's a funk song. It's a fucking, it's a new wave synth song. Uh, you know, he's got, you know, flanged vocals. You know, he's got, you know, five different, like, vocal, you know, pitches that he uses on the track uh dude was just such a, a a genius and it's so funny too like i think that's one of the things where uh people miss prince you know miss about is how funny some of the, some funny. of the lyrics are it's so fucking hilarious and that song to me is just like from a comedic standpoint it's so hilarious you know it's just like you know hey little baby if you're free for a couple of hours or maybe you aren't you aren't busy for the next seven years you know it's just like He's just a just a master class in lyric writing. So yeah, let's pretend we're married. I fucking love that jam. Nice, nice. Wow. I'm okay. Your guys' number fives are both amazing. My number five, I'm going like really uh basic, but it's really like what um what introduced me to Prince. Well, like first got me to be like, that's fucking cool. Because I think like I'm not I don't wanna like I don't wanna like out anyone's age in here because I know we're all like but I think we're all of the age that we got to hear so much of this great stuff on the radio, you know? And yeah. it, it was back in an era where like, you couldn't just go to YouTube and play it on repeat, on repeat. You're just like, oh, fuck, did you hear the new Prince song? When, when did they play it? Like, you know, and it was, it was that, there was that kind of thing, you know? But um, what first got me interested in Prince, what first made me like turn around and listen was uh, the title track, 1999 from 1999. Such you know, a great, such a great song. I was dreaming when I wrote this. Forgive me if it goes astray. Oh man! And then, and then Dave uses that in the beginning of his. You know, uh, that was so beautiful the way Dave picked those lyrics out and used them for that uh, special a couple of years ago, Dave Chappelle. Yes, but that, yes. yeah, yeah. And then, and then the video where it's just like where like you know the was it Andre Simone was the other guitar player. How like he was just as prominent as Prince was. In the in the in the back and forth of the vocals, you know, and um, 
life was just a party and parties weren't meant to last. And I remember like when it came out, like thinking to myself, 1999 is so far away. Right. And now it's, yeah, it is so far away in the past. But- Did you dream about the day you could play that song in 1999? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had it queued up like three days before. Yeah. <laughs> on your little mixtape. Oh, but we were past mixtapes by then. No, no, we had it on CD. Come on. We had it on CD. <laughs> We burned it from LimeWire. Come on, Asia, get together. <laughs> no, I was one of those lame purists. Of like, don't be stealing music from the artist. Oh, yeah. no, you weren't that guy. Were I, was that, I, I was that guy for a while. Then I stole everything. Um, yeah. You know, 1999 also, it took me forever. When I first heard that song, I was just a little kid. It took me forever to realize when he says, there's a lion in my pocket and baby's ready to roar. He was talking about his dick. And uh, it took me... 20 years to realize that that was like a creative euphemism for his dick um so again prince coming through with uh the symbology i I think a lot of times with prince songs if you don't understand what he's talking about he's probably just talking about his dick right right that's (laughs) same with my act that's one of the things i got from prince yeah all right man we're moving on to number four oh i was gonna say i didn't write johnny's down but that's that's jackie's it's blank um, oh, okay. Jackie's <laughs> blank slate. Asia, what is your number four? All right. My number four, I still haven't lined these things up. I'm looking at this list going, okay. All right. If I have to go with number four, I'm going to say it is. Um, I love you, but I don't trust you. Oh, what's that from? I don't even know. And so here's a, a, a fun fact. It's not even like I've heard his, you know, half of his catalog. My mom wasn't a radio person. She just played the same albums all over the time. Eddie Murphy and Prince. Okay. <laughs> you know, those were the things. So as the music started to be released after he passed away, I became hip to a lot more things. But this one, it's I love you, but I don't trust you anymore. And I I'd love to attempt to sing it. But um if yeah, you heard it and it's another one of those kind of opposite you know opposite feelings of what he's saying sometimes in it but that yeah. one puts me in my feels uh, yeah that one's off the uh, rave unto the joy fantastic album oh okay which uh, i think might have came out in like the early 2000s might have been like 2003 even. i think you nailed it i think it's 2003 that was going to be my guess that least. was the time where yeah the music was um i don't know different it, i don't know i think that might have been one of his first that's when he was the symbol right like yeah that might have been one of his first independently released records so i remember it was different like the the artwork on the cover seemed different he definitely was going by the symbol at that time, I think. Was that a three-disc album? No, it was a single disc. Oh, it was a single? Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, I'm going to have to revisit that one. Uh, yeah, this is going to make a great playlist. Um, yeah, you got to have the Prince episode playlist, man. You got to get that on yeah, Spotify. Definitely. I'm looking, I'm looking at the lyrics on the side as we're going through stuff because half the songs I, you know, I'm singing them while they're on. And then I'm right. thinking right now, how come I can't think of my favorite lines of that song? Because I'm I'm feeling most of it, ver- you know, versus listening to it. But right. it that's my number four. I love you, but I don't trust you anymore. I love you, but I don't trust you anymore. All right. Um, 
You know, Asia, before I forget, I just want to throw out a real quick uh, memory I have of you. And that is that one of my, like, I've, only, I've been in Sacramento like since 2013. Of course, first couple of years, it was hard for me to make friends because I was just working so much and trying to figure it out. Then I started doing comedy. Oh, I started doing improv. Then I started doing comedy. Met all of you great fuckers. And you guys are like a second family now. Um, me, you, and Danny at the Santana concert was oh. of the absolute funnest nights that I've had, not only in Sacramento, but of my life. Where at that was totally point, accidental. Yeah, at one point we ended up outside by the concession stands by a tree uh, with some tree and we just had our own little session and it was probably for 30 minutes and like Santana was. was playing. We could hear him perfectly and we could kind of see him through the trees. Yeah. And and it was just like like time stood still for that like forty five minutes that like we just we just had our own little session and then we all went back to our own seats. But uh, like I, every time I, I think of Santana, I'm, I'm reminded of of seeing him at Wheatland with Danny, and then we ran into you there and we hung out with you for a little. While. I lost my ATM card that night. Oh no! Yeah, and I'm not an ATM card loser. You know, some people like lose their ATM yeah. cards every yeah. other week. I'm I'm not I'm not an ATM or sunglasses loser, and, <laughs> and I got that pretty was magical. And, and you would lose it on any night. That would have been one. That that was amazing. I think I cried through that whole that whole show. Literally, yeah. even if it, I was dancing, I cried. It was it was such a great show. And have then, you done Santana for this yet? Um, no, we have not. That, I think Santana would definitely do albums. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 All right, uh, just had to share that with you because uh, I had already thought to myself, mention it, mention it, mention it, and I had forgotten. So throwing it out there, one of my uh, most memorable nights in Sacramento was with you and Danny at the Santana show. Good vibes, very good vibes. Number four, Johnny Taylor, what do you got? Okay, number four, uh, Raspberry Beret. Yes. Uh, which is, uh, you know, it was hot on the heels of all the success of Purple Rain. And so everybody was kind of waiting, like, what's Prince, what's Prince going to come up with next? And then the first single off that, that next record uh, was Raspberry Beret. And it had such a different vibe than the, uh, the, you know, I mean, out of all of Prince's discography, in my opinion, you know, the Purple Rain, that the soundtrack to Purple Rain is such a, uh it's a rock and roll album you know it's 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 prince at his most like hard rock influenced and uh raspberry beret was just such pop perfection and uh so following it up with that kind of like you know little jangly guitar mm -hmm. simple melody and uh you know i just think it's a fucking masterpiece and the, and the video was great too. Remember the video? Amazing animation yeah. plus like live performance. Super, super dope. I remember watching the video and thinking to myself, I fucking want to live in that world. Like oh, that, that little world that he created with the clouds and like everyone dancing in, in unison, you know, and doing the dip. And I was like, fuck, this is perfection. And you're right, Johnny. It was like right, it was right after like we're like, we want, like it was crazy. What's crazy about the album is that we wanted like, and we, we do this with everybody, like with the Beastie Boys, we wanted License to Ill Part 2, but we got Paul's Boutique, you know? And like with Prince, we wanted Purple Rain Part 2, but we got fucking Around the World in a Day, which... Right I, there, yeah. It's... I I think it's my favorite Prince album. Is it's, oh, it's so good. 
it's, it's super underrated. It's his pet sounds. It's his pet sounds. It's his Sergeant Pepper. It's him totally experimenting and just fucking doing like he was at the point. Like, I think he was already at the point where the label wasn't going to tell him no. Right. But, um, you have to give him the uh, benefit of listening to the whole album front to back. Yes. Yeah. Multiple times. Because mm-hmm. I, if I, it, I kind of want to say that Raspberry Beret was one that I'm like, I try not to be mainstream, but you know, there's a reason why mainstream stuff hits. But um, after I kind of listened to it and felt it, is when I started liking. It wasn't because everyone's like, "Oh, this is one of the," you know, right. it was one of those things I had to learn how to feel. Yeah, yeah, it's a great, it's a great pop. You're right. It's a, it's the perfect pop song. And yeah, yeah sometimes, really like sometimes pop isn't what you want, right? But a lot of times, pop is what is what you remember, and it's it's what's safe, right? Look at Hollow Notes, man. You know. Fuck uh, yeah. All right, my number four. Uh, this, I, I have a great story about this record. It's like I I used to work at the warehouse, the record store. Oh wow! And it was warehouse so, records. Yeah, I, I worked at the warehouse from 1992 to 1999, about seven years too long. Uh, but that was a really great time of music too. And, you know, of course, we'd get promo copies and we'd get to play this stuff. And I remember we got this new Prince record and like we weren't supposed to play like explicit content stuff like during store hours. But we're like, come on, it's fucking Prince. And we're like, okay, we're going to play this Prince record for as long as we can go before he says a bad word. Right. (laughs) Fucking 49 seconds. Uh. (laughs) We got to play 49 seconds of pussy control oh was, hell yeah dude which was just called p control on the record so it's not like we knew it just said p control we, we should have known right because well what do you think he was talking about jesse jesus christ well this is probably about piranhas yeah it's about politicians you know um could have been about prince it could have been about paisley no prince oh, control man it's about um if prince isn't talking about his dick he's talking about pussy and penis control yeah uh pussy control is my number four it's a fucking banger it is yeah. it slaps dude yeah i have still. a video for for that <laughs> it's still he's not here and so i'm gonna give jackie a hard time and i probably is he's not gonna be tmi but so there's this little device called a a perifit trainer and it's for training your pelvic floor as you age so that your vagina doesn't fall out or you can hold your pee in you know right and so we always joke that we're going to have a tournament on stage with them <laughs> it's a game you can like make these little you know catch the lotus flowers which is perfect for this uh podcast right. <laughs> you know but you've got to squeeze to go higher and then relax to go lower and so when i recorded my first training session I put that song as the background. So uh, as the bird is going up, catching the flowers, going, ah! <laughs> oh, oh. 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 oh, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. I, I've heard you guys t- talk about that before. Yeah. So, so you're, you're, not, you're not outing anything. All right. Girl. All right. Number three, Asia, what do you got? Number three. Okay. Number three, I'm going to have to go with um, Crimson and Clover. Oh, wow. And so that is a cover, right? The cover, yep. Something. But um, 
just the range that he does in that song. And I like the, I just love what he does with that song. Baby, I think I love you. Uh -uh. And I'm just like, oh yeah, I want to know. Um, beautiful, beautiful what, music. What, what is that on? Is it just a random cover? Or does, does he have a, does he have a covers album? I don't even know. I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, I find these things on playlists on YouTube somewhere and I hear it. I'm like, oh, how have I never heard that before? Because I like the original Crimson and Clover. Yeah, um, Tom, that's a Tommy James thing. Yeah. And, and it was, uh, I mean, obviously most famously covered by Joan Jett. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the Prince version I've, I have heard. Uh, man, that, that, he, that is a really good cover. Man. Asia, good. Asia with, the, with the cover deep cut. Asia, is, yeah, Asia's list is banging already. Uh, it is right. more simple, I promise. Johnny, what do you got at number three? Number three, head. Uh, <laughs> head, 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 about? head is uh, head is such a great song. Uh, I love the story of the song, where it's like it's like this uh, this woman who uh, is uh, getting ready to get married, and she's been saving herself for for her husband, and then Prince just shows up and is like, "I'm gonna turn you out. I'm gonna turn you out right before then." <laughs> which uh i think is incredible and uh again that's my dude yeah get it prince oh. he definitely has some fuzzy control that's oh all. for real for real <laughs> control. strobe said morning newton night i'll give you head <laughs> all right but, okay. yeah such such a great song and it's just like it still just slaps to this day um my, my number three so my number three got got penciled in <laughs> just just at the start of this podcast breaking news yeah because uh i i had my list ready and i was driving uh across town this morning to go to the grocery store and i put in a prince playlist and i forgot how this song fucking inspires the hell out of me um baby i'm a star oh, oh so yes. good. fuck this song take a picture sweetie i ain't got time to waste yeah um when when i was like I when i was when, when I was deep in comedy, like when I was like going up like every fucking night, um, I would I would have like I would have my 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 earbuds on and I would be and I would it was like my before this night is through, you will see my point of view, even if I have to scream and shout. Yeah. And this song just inspires the fuck out of me anytime I hear it. And it's almost it's almost like you know how like um Jackson Brown has that song um uh, the loadout and stay where like you have to hear them back to back it's almost like baby i'm a star and i would die for you are kind of like the same way like you have to hear them back to back or it just it, it's it's kind of missing like something feels unfinished you know but right. um baby i'm a star uh off of of course purple rain um fuck, that whole movie is so great i i watched just um the just the music scenes today from the movie and oh God, it's so good yeah. um, and that in that scene that is you know the beginning it's like okay this is this is real now yeah yeah because it's like he didn't even know he was a star before that but he was convinced by that moment and it didn't take long for the rest of everyone else to know it that yeah i can watch that movie all day you're absolutely right there's a there's there's commentary with the director where he says that um when they were setting up shots for the concert scenes that uh, Prince would tell him, okay, 
when the song's over, I want to be right here. And then the director would be like, mm, it's not going to work in the framing because you're starting here and then you've got to be here. You don't have enough time. He's like, no, yeah, I'll get there. I'll get there. Don't worry. Yeah, he's like, don't worry. I'm going to be here. And he said, and he would do it every fucking time. Like, and it just looked like what he was doing was so spontaneous, but it was so oh, precise. Like, very calculated. Yeah. Very cal he, he wouldn't have been, his art wouldn't have been what it were had he not been so calculating. Yeah. It must have, I mean, I know it was terribly hard to work with him, and that's reflected in that movie. The difficulty of working with a diva that hasn't quite divaed out completely yet. So it's like, really? You want us to do all this? And come on, dude, this is just like this club gig. But he knew yeah. he was headed somewhere and he knew how to accomplish it. Well, with I think those one, of, things. one of the best scenes from that movie where, it, where what you're talking about right now is, is when he gets into it with the club owner, when he's like, Your music makes sense to no one but yourself. And like mm -hmm. that whole back and forth is like kind of what you just touched on of like, you know, a diva who hasn't quite divaed out yet, you know, um, and he hasn't, he's not quite a star yet, but before the night is through, right? Um, yeah, Baby I'm a Star is my number three. I can love oh, that man. song. So yeah. good. <sighs> the pressure is on. Asia, number two. Okay. Um, number two is, um, gosh, darn it. You can change it. I'm not gonna. Okay, so the last two are, are definitely from the Purple Rain album, but that's just because it resonates with me so much. Oh, but Marlon yeah. Nikki has to be my Hell yes. Fuck. Hell yes. I felt I mean, just the the boldness of what he was doing on stage to her. <laughs> like, oh, really, bitch? Okay, <laughs> well, I'll show you. And you can tell the band is like, ah, oh, fuck, here we go. But he went all the way there, all the way there. And I just love his attitude and, and, and the effect that it had, you know, on everybody for different reasons. But yeah, I'll karaoke the hell out of Darling Nikki. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That, that whole, that whole scene where he just starts off and he's just slapping himself. And yeah. Dude. Yeah. He I want you on this walk and for it to escalate the way that it did. I like the building of the suspension and by the end, just the temper tantrum that he had on stage. It was, Oh yeah. I love that. Temper tantrum. Stop stopping around. <laughs> so good. It was great. I've never seen a man stomp around in heels. So oh, well. I know. Yeah. I, I, I remember we, we watched purple rain one night many, many years ago with a friend who like was like, she knew who Prince was, but she didn't know who Prince was. Mm -hmm. Right. And she had never seen Purple Raid. And we were watching it. And then she said, he's so handsome and pretty. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's totally the purple. I don't think there's been ever any woman ever that's like, oh, my God, ew, he's, you know, he, he's too feminine. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've never been so attracted to someone so very... Not even feminine, though. You don't get that energy from him. It's just the way that he is. So I tell people, I'm like, well, what do you do when you're five foot nothing and, you know, you right. weigh 10 pounds? You, you, you make it happen somehow. And just, I've never felt nothing but pure just, oh, those pheromones of his, they, they translate through screens and headphones and speakers. <laughs> and just like that, that coy little smile that he would have, or just like, um, 
Jimmy Fallon, uh, I was watching today, talked about like the his eyes, like how his eyes were just so like, you know. Communicate um, so much. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy Fallon told the, the ping pong story about playing ping pong against him. And uh, I was just I was just uh, deep in, into the Prince YouTube this morning. So, um, yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah he's I'm like, going to paint those eyes on my wall. The, oh, the yeah. eyes on the album with the half, but I'm looking yeah. at it on my wall that I got to paint it. But I definitely want those eyes looking at me every night. He's the only guy I ever wanted to have sex with, but it made me feel like a lesbian. <laughs> You know what I mean? He had, he had that he had that energy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, then, and then like afterwards, they're like, "How was it?" Like, you yeah, just, like it's still like you'd be crying a little bit, like like yeah, yeah, there's yeah. There's it's there's like it's like two two men having sex, but yeah. it's like girl girl. Right. And, I, and afterwards, I'd be Somehow. like, "I hope I'm pregnant." Like, please. it's the strangest Pornhub category of all time. There's a funny interview online where, uh, gosh, who is it? Don Lemon or something? I don't know his name. Somebody's interviewing Prince and he goes, I hear, you know, you were supposed to be on the bad track. And he's like, I turned that down as soon as I read the first lyric. He goes, this is him talking to me. Your butt is mine. He was like. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He said that. He's like, I seen very... that everywhere. He's all, yeah. you heard what he said. Yeah. He said, your butt is mine. <laughs> I was like, oh, France, you went there, didn't you? He went all the way there. He went in. But that was also, you know, another showcase of his um, his sense of humor. He was just being funny, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I good. absolutely believe what he said when he was saying it. Saying it. So funny. Awesome, awesome. Johnny Taylor, what do you got at number two? Number two, I'm going to go with a sign of the times. Uh, one of, in my opinion, especially for at that time, maybe the most important track uh that was released as a single at, at that time just talking about the AIDS crisis talking way talking about the heroin crisis way earlier than anybody else was <clears throat> and uh just so real and uh and you know that you know kind of stripping away the funk and just that down 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 mm. you know and it's just like so good super powerful yeah. and just in my opinion just a really important song and it it holds up like you could oh, you yeah. do it now. I was gonna like, say, so much of his music is so relevant, timeless. So, yeah, and like like Prince Prince has this thing where kind of like Bruce Springsteen, where it's like you know they've never worked a regular nine to five job in their lives, like they've never like had to file for unemployment or they've never like had this struggle, but they could they could tell the struggle of the of the of the common man, and it, it feels like he's lived it, you know. And like what Johnny was saying, like he 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 focused in on, on all of these subjects that like weren't being like talked about, but they were right. obviously there, you know. Yeah, sign of the times, and that that was that was on my list, and I and I took it off and replaced it with Baby I'm a Star, um, but then I put it over here. Okay, sign of the times. Wow, we're at number my my. Okay, so we're on my number two, and uh, I think this is our first repeat. Yeah, so my number two is Raspberry Beret. All right, um, Raspberry Beret makes a return appearance. Yeah, because like Johnny said, like it was like fresh off the. Was, I was a freshman in high school, or maybe I was in eighth grade. I'm old as fuck, guys. And um, we know, we know, Jesse. <laughs> and uh, Purple Rain was like our Elvis, was our Beatles. Like it was like what we grasped onto and was like you know, this, this is our, this is our music. And 
we were waiting for that follow-up and for it to come out and just be so good and then grab the album and it's like whoa this is like this is completely different from what we expected but raspberry beret it, it comes on and it, it could be a it could be a hit single right now like it could get released right now oh, and like, like johnny said it earlier it's it's the perfect pop song so uh i won't I won't go on and on about it because we've already talked about it but it's it's such a great song all right we're getting ready oh shit we're at our number ones um I, I always like uh, posting these on uh, on Facebook and uh, asking people to to give uh, what their uh, top fives are. And so I obviously did it uh, this week. And I just want to see, I got right here. I try not to post too much more afterwards because then um, 27 comments and let's see, let's find some people that we that we all know and love um hector carlos miranda i love this kid he's so stupid i love him too yeah. <laughs> he's the best he's the best um number five kiss i'm surprised we haven't heard that oh yeah that's a great song yeah incredible oh wow number five kiss number four i would die for you number three baby i'm a star two party up because of the snl performance and party up such a jam Number one, Computer Blue. Oh, that, that song is, fucking oh rules, God, dude. I, See, I hate this life. I hate dude, this life with you. Till I, I get a righteous one. <laughs> yeah, till I, yeah. Um, Tara Christian, Tara Christian Wiedner, who's just this really great uh, comic from uh, uh, Seattle area who, uh, her her Zoom shows kind of saved my sanity uh, during the, the worst parts of the pandemic, but Tara, and we're both from Bakersfield, so I just bond with Tara. Tara Christian Wiener, uh, five from five to one. Let's go crazy, sexy motherfucker, kiss, pussy control. I would die for you. All uh, great songs. Yep, amazing. Everyone's lists are amazing. Uh, a couple of my Bakersfield homies, Matt Munoz. Matt Munoz, who is the lead singer of Mental Buru. Mental Buru is the the song that I play before all of the telenovela shows um um all the all those cool funky ska latin sounds that i play um he comes with uh i feel for you uptown controversy 1999 and let's work let's work that's such a great song too oh man um here's a here's a guy you guys might know him uh robert barry heard of him yeah <laughs> uh without dispute his top five are purple rain I can never take the place of your man. What a great song. If I was your girlfriend. Another great song. Sometimes it snows in April. Oh. And the beautiful ones. Robert going with like the softer, gentler. Um, Rob Berry is a soft ass bitch. Dude. Yeah, he really is. And he shows it on this. this <laughs> yeah. Five. yeah um, and my friend Cesario agrees with him. Says right on. Uh, Mario Barone who was my homie during these early Prince days. Mario Brown and I went to junior high together. Um, Do Me Baby, Raspberry Beret, Take Me With You, Purple Rain, and Erotic City. Wait, wait, he had Take Me With You on his top five? He did. Take Me With was- You. Oh, yeah, the, the one where Apollonia's on the back of the motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, let's, let's do one. I don't more. care where yeah. we go. This guy, Javier Montes, uh, he's a great DJ. Um, DJed my 24th, 25th birthday party back in the 90s. 
Um, his top five is uh, Lady Cab Driver, Erotic City, Pink Cashmere, okay. Nothing Compares to You, and Adore. Wow. Adore got mentioned on uh, um, on my Instagram uh, post oh, asking, asking for people's top fives. Oh, yeah, that's a sneaky great song. It's yeah. on my list, and I actually wrote that second. What, what do you have as a – so let's do uh, let's do our, our honorable mentions now. Um, Asia, what, what do you have that you just – it didn't make your top five, but you've got to fucking talk about it. It did, though. So a lot of these, it was like, okay, what am I – because I'm an empath, so it depends on what I'm feeling and whether or not it's my top song, but they all had alternates, but – um, I did list Purple Rain. I did list Adore. Um, Computer Blue, I also love that because I just love what he's doing with the guitar on there. And I mean, without even seeing what they're doing in the movie, when he plays that really fast riff and it's like, ah, I just love every bit of the energy of that. Oh, yeah. um, that was definitely on my list. And uh, Do Me um, made the list just because, you know, it's, I'm a little bit freaky, um, and I'll save my number one. There's probably a jillion more songs. I couldn't even go going, going back to Computer Blue and the whole Purple Rain movie. That riff that he does, that is from the piano. Remember, his dad is playing that that really slowly on the piano. Yeah. Right, and he asks yep. his dad, "Did you write that?" He's like, "Of course, I wrote it." You yeah. Know? And then when he like incorporates that later on in that guitar solo, that's just like yeah. so much of yeah. I I, I really um that that's why I love watching that movie and there's always something else that you find in there because I grew up watching it as a kid. I mean, uh -huh. my mom had us watching that and listening to Raw and Delirious. And like I said, it was just yeah, same. The reason why I'm a little bit touched these days, but um yeah, just um I forgot where I was going. I got distracted, so I'll just stop talking. <laughs> That's okay. Johnny, uh, yeah, that movie just amazing. I could I could watch it a hundred more times today and still find another gem in it. Yeah. And here's okay. And here's what I should say. All right. Um, if I could have put this in my top five, but I've never been able to find it isolated. But that that song that's playing when he starts making love to Apollonia in the room, the sex song. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. How is that not available anywhere? I think it's on the expanded Purple Rain that's on uh, iTunes now. You think so? Yeah, because what's also on there is like the extended Let's Go Crazy with all the extra uh, piano in the middle of it. Um, and that, that piano part that his dad is playing is in that. So, uh, and it's probably on Spotify too, but they're the maybe a year or two ago, they came out with like an expanded deluxe Purple Rain and it's got all of these bonus tracks and I, I bet you it's on there. That's good to know. Yeah, I, The closest I've been able to get to that and try and feel the same thing is Europa by uh, Santana, but I think that that is very underrated as a song itself and it should have lasted longer in the movie. <laughs> I love Europa. I, I love it. It's on Moonflower, right? Uh, yeah. Live album. Yeah, yeah. Great, great. Johnny, what, what did you have as honorable mentions? Uh, I had Lady Cab Driver on there. Uh, I had Dance Music Sex Romance. Oh. I had Controversy. Uh, I had Dirty Mind. Mm. I had I uh, Want to Be Your Lover. 
Man, there were so many that I went through. Uh, Computer Blue was on there. Um, uh, Yes, Anastasia, another kind of like underrated, uh, underrated uh, deep cut. Um, Yeah, so many, so many of them. Uh, I mean, I could go on and on. There's so many. Kiss, uh, Mountains off the Parade album, I think, is an incredible fucking song. Um, Yeah. That's, uh, uh, it, it was so hard for me to not put the whole Purple Rain album on. on right, I know. Uh, Darling Nikki. It was so hard, yeah. Um, my uh, my also rans were um, uh, my, my Name is Prince, Sexy Motherfucker, oh, Sign yeah. of the Times, uh, the song Paisley Park, who uh, I used to have a dog and I named her Paisley. Oh. And, uh, I fucking I absolutely love that. Like, like I said, like when that Raspberry Beret video came out, I wanted to live in that world. And then when this album came out and he just talked about like all of this, like this, like utopia, you know, like this, this, there is a, oh, it's so psychedelic and so trippy. I hadn't even started smoking weed yet. And I was like, this is, this is great. Like, I love it. But um, all right, man, let's, let's get on to the, let's get on to the headliner here. Let's get on to our number ones. Um Asia, what's your what's your number one? I'm curious. What's your number one? The beautiful. Yep, the beautiful ones, and uh, I don't know. Like I said, it just gives me the feels, and I feel like it's it's also me chasing uh, chasing things that I don't necessarily know if I want. I just think I want them. So I don't know. There's this feeling that it gives me. It's like, well, how come I'm not good enough for you? You know, I want you really bad, and you sure that's what you want to do? But then often, I don't know. So it's I just love that song, yeah. that album. It was really hard. Like every one of us has said, it's hard not to base this whole thing on the Purple Rain album because that in itself was just an experience. If you uh, listen to some of the original recordings of that, it's just yeah, and that one. It touches me every time. I can listen to it anytime. Yeah, I, I remember one time uh, I, I worked in a call center, and uh, and I, I was like I was like the the workforce manager, so I didn't have to be on the phones. I was up in the tower, and uh, I, I got to play music for everybody. And I remember one time, like I just randomly played the beautiful ones, and seeing how many people on the call center floor were just like, and then they started acting out the "Do you want him?" and I was like, "Fuck." everybody loves this fucking song like i didn't realize like how big the prince universe was you know um i thought i was just a nerdy kid who loved music but no everybody loved prince and the beautiful yeah that's like i said i think that's the the musicology of what he does and what he has done um is affecting those feelings on such a diverse group of people yeah is something within itself you know we don't all look the same all three look at us yeah yeah. Hispanic guy, we've got a white guy, we've got a black woman here, all you know, fully invested in Prince, you know? Yeah. How often do so, you find that with so another cool. band? Yeah. And the one thing we we keep agreeing on is like we could there's so much more we could add to this. Like we're still we're all still holding back on so much of our prints. Um yeah, absolutely right. Yeah. We even talk about the songs he wrote for other people, like totally. <laughs> Like nothing compares to you, oh, man. Right? Yeah. Johnny Taylor, what do you have at number one? I have the beautiful ones. Wow. Is, is also my number one. Yep. Uh, in my opinion, just uh, one of the most uh, 
emotionally provocative songs ever written just completely honest vulnerable. uh very vulnerable so so vulnerable you know and uh again uh it's beautiful just so beautiful but also like so much passion at the end that's i mean that scream at the end is oh just, yeah the fucking i want you and i think it chills this whole this whole pod i think yeah. it chills just thinking about those you know yeah those, and uh yeah. one of the highlights of the purple rain movie in my opinion you know probably the the one of the most important scenes in the whole movie i think you know where it was uh you know morris day and prince both vying for apollonia's attention and prince just laying it all out there on the stage mm-hmm. fucking just magic complete magic the beautiful ones all right uh, this is this is the first guys this is the first uh for the uh, top five podcast um because the beautiful ones is sweeping the oh wow category amazing uh, it is my it is also my number one uh, wow ones is uh my number one and it's just like like what what can you say like Asia you nailed it like is it even what I want you know like like we think this is what we want this is what we're supposed to be chasing but is it really going to make me happy like is it right I remember like yeah there's no working really hard for something that is you know to work so hard and I (laughs) I I equate it to comedy these days it's like you know yeah um I, I'm ha- you know, there's this struggle and Jesse and I were talking about my day profession, you know, and I've recently um, had some changes with that. So a lot of my thought processes are, okay, what happens with comedy if I make this decision over here right. and I sacrifice, you know, so much for the comedy to be important. Now, do I just give up? So it's the beautiful one to me right now, but it's like, it always smashes the picture. Yeah. No yeah. <laughs> You're left always, just feeling raw and hurt. Time. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. the beautiful ones hurt you every time. Every time. Always. Every time. Every time. <laughs> okay. So I I guess the 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 hard the hard part is done for us. Like we know the beautiful ones is number one, right? Um, we can now say that that is undisputedly the best friend song. But we've we've got four other positions to fill. Raspberry Beret was the only other song that got mentioned twice. True. I'm pretty at sure. Two, at two and four. Yeah. So I almost feel that like is, is Raspberry Beret number two or should it be like number three? Hmm. Well, so many of those other suggestions that we had though, you know, uh-huh. were multiples. So let's Raspberry say, Beret made the list, but I would die for you that all 12 people, you know, yeah. <laughs> baby, I'm a star came up Let, a bunch. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. Okay. So we know beautiful, number, beautiful ones is number is number one. We're going to put Raspberry Beret over here on the side. Now that leaves three spaces open. So we're going to each take one from our list and say that this has to be on the list. So Asia, you got reflections. I love you, but I don't trust you. Crimson and Clover, darling, darling Nikki, because you already got beautiful ones. Uh, of those four, which one are you going to say this is what I'm carrying over to the top five? 
I'm gonna I'm gonna take a I'm gonna take a gamble and I want reflections to be there just so that other people get to experience that because I bet you okay. a million people have never heard it. Reflections. All right. I'm cool with that. All right. Johnny, you've got let's pretend we're married, head and sign of the times because Raspberry Beret and Beautiful Ones is already on the list. So of let's pretend we're married, head. And sign of the times, which one do you think just absolutely needs to be on the list? I'm gonna say sign of the times. I was hoping you I would agree say with sign that. of the times. Definitely. All right. So then I have 1999 Pussy Control, Baby I'm a Star. So I have those three. Uh I'm gonna say 1999, and I'm gonna say that 1999. Well, okay, so then this is what I want to do. And then let me see if you guys agree with me. Um, uh, Asia, you said reflections is yours, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, then I'm going to just jot this down. And then let me see if you guys agree with me. Uh, then what if our final top five is number five reflections number four 1999 number three raspberry beret number two sign of the times and number one the beautiful ones that's a good list yeah here's what i say however you rank them it's gold (laughs) you literally can rank you can literally you can literally rank them in any order at all they're all they're all mad they're all they're all one a one b in my opinion so absolutely absolutely guys gals this was so much fun and um i guess jackie didn't make it she's sleep we missed you jackie yeah Yeah, sorry jackie you snooze you lose she shouldn't have been harassing us at five in the morning (laughs) fucking word word up dude completely if you're texting me at five in the morning, it better be for something else. That's all I got to say. <laughs> seriously, not. seriously. Not. Time. She, she, she's texting us to show us interviews with Dave Grohl. <laughs> I'm like, I saw that interview, you know, right. <laughs> which is a really cool interview. There's so many great um, uh, interviews. Uh, uh, Kevin Smith has a great interview where he talks about playing basketball with Prince. Yeah. Um, of course, Char- Charlie Murphy's got some print stories, right? Yeah. I've got a million of them. Yeah, yeah. Charlie Murphy's got great print stories. Um, Dave Grohl, uh, Jimmy Fallon. So many people have just, and none of the print stories repeat. Or like so many other like famous people where you like, they tell a story like, oh yeah, it happened to so-and-so. But like, no, like he challenged you to fucking ping pong. What the fuck? Yeah. You know, like the worst part of him passing away was I went to go see him at Paramount Theater um for that uh piano uh piano and a microphone yes did you go to one of those no i didn't it felt like a goodbye okay so i'm sitting in the the disabled section of (laughs) like so i'm very close to him i mean at least maybe 10 yards away is this piano and him and he was so frail and so tiny but the whole show felt like a goodbye and i couldn't figure out why and then but it did. felt like he Fuck. was saying goodbye in those in that moment, and it was just the most beautiful experience that I had. But you know, and then he died two or three months later, and I go, I knew it felt like that, wow. and I just 
just being in the same room with him right. and the people that are there and again just the variety of people i we're we're definitely uh fortunate to have been a part of a generation that got to be you know yeah. got to experience him while he was living yeah, yeah. johnny yeah, did we, you ever see him yeah yeah i saw him twice i saw him uh diamonds and pearls tour i caught his sunglasses he fucking threw him out in the crowd i caught his shades fucking so tight and uh oh wow yeah, I don't have them anymore. I lost them and I lost them in some divorce, probably. But oh. uh, Wait. yeah, super moment. Wow. Uh, what other tour did you see him on? I saw Diamonds and Pearls, and then I saw him in 2009 for one of those late album tours. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I don't even remember what the, what the release was, but he played most of Purple Rain in, in its entirety, which was super fucking dope. We gotta, we got let we gotta get together one of these nights and have a, a purple rain. Uh, oh, watch party! Fuck yeah, yeah. I, dude! Go. I don't, I don't think Alicia's ever seen it. What? Yeah. We got a purple rain virgin. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to have a watch party. It'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think I know the backyard that we could do it in. I think, I think I, I think I got a friend that's got a projector and a backyard and loves hosting people in her backyard oh i think i know the same person yeah i, I think i think we're gonna make this happen but sooner <laughs> sooner than later um cool. johnny asia thank you so much for taking time on a saturday morning we know how hard it is for some people to be here on a yes saturday morning at sometimes 11. you get real sleepy on saturdays yeah so i appreciate you guys i consider you guys uh friends and uh i can't wait to see you guys thank you so oh yeah Thanks, Thanks for Jesse. having us, Jesse. This was a beautiful, beautiful time this morning. Yeah, it was fun. Beautiful one swept it. I'm so happy about that.